Oh yeah. Come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Like it's like one of those hobbies that no one like that like people have, but they don't talk about it with their friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, how much is there to talk about? Like, I built an airplane. Well, no, because there's a frick ton like involvement, you know, like oh, yeah. weathering and layers of paint and you know sanding and and primer and you know airbrushing versus brushing and all of this other stuff. And, like, the amount of nerds that are on the planet, we all know of, you know. <laughs> and, like, the now popularity of 3D printing, you know. It's all it's all about making your own toys, man. Like, Yeah, I follow a couple people on Twitter who do, like, modeling and... Uh, oh, God, I can't remember her username right now. But she does, she's always, like, posting, like, her works that she's doing. And it looks so awesome and seems like it's very time-intensive. Um, yeah. and like deep, very like highly detailed. And I'm like, that seems like so cool. And that'd be so great to just like set up a playlist and just go for like hours, like podcast music, and then just like spend the night just painting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're just like building a model, like going to like a model shop and buying like a aircraft carrier and spending like weeks putting it together. Yeah. Right. Um, it, yeah, it's fun, but it, there's, it, there's a, steep learning curve man oh, I, I imagine so yeah <laughs> and there's many times where it's like I wish I was just good at this thing and and you're just not <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that's like almost anything that like you want to do like there's so many things where I'm just like I wish I could just start this and be good at it yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure I wish I right. just build a model of a train oh, oh. oh. Everyone, I guess with that groaner, we get to groanily get into our podcast. Hey, hey, everyone! Welcome to another episode of I Want You to Watch This. Uh, I am your host Dennis, <laughs> I'm joined by my two co-hosts Colin and Craig. Um, that'll change. I'll explain that later. Um, uh, changes. Glad to have you join us to this week's episode of I Want You to Watch This. Um, uh, we we did a movie, um, uh, Deidre and Lainey Rob a Train, and it was great. Uh, who picked this? Craig's? I did. Craig? Um, yeah. Good job, Craig. Yeah. How you doing, Craig? <laughs> I'm doing good. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling innovative. I'm feeling uh, resourceful and <laughs> feeling like doing some scamming. <laughs> ah, okay. How about you, Colin? How's it going? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm gonna find the valid Victorian who's been robbing my train and just be a total dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a creepy weirdo from uh, um, many movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson who's in like a bunch of Coen Brothers movies. A whole movies bunch of movies. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, before like before I keep stumbling through <laughs> this episode, <laughs> I'm gonna pass it off to Craig to kind of introduce uh, uh, Deidre and Lenny Rob Train. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this movie, I think it came out 2017. It's um, very current. It is yeah, 2017. Very current. Yes. It's, yeah, it's a Netflix original, um, and it is about um, two girls named Deirdre and Lanny. And they, after their mother has um, like a breakdown, she ends up getting uh, sent to jail. And they are forced to figure out a way to make money to keep the lights on, keep food in the cupboards, and keep Child Protective Services from taking away the two younger children who is um, Lainey and their little brother. Um, why am I forgetting his Jet. name? Jet. Jet. There we go. <laughs> um, and so um, Lainey, or sorry, Deidre comes up with the plan. She's the oldest. Uh, I believe she's like technically an adult, like she's like 18, yeah, she's senior like 18. in high school. Yeah. Um, and she's valedictorian. She's uh, the bright and shining star of like the rural Idaho school that she goes to. And um, she comes up with this plan to rob a train uh, after speaking with her dad about, well, her Chet, <laughs> after speaking with Chet, <laughs> uh, who kind of like, incepts this plan into her uh into her brain um and so they um Deidre and Lanny like set out they start out like um kind of going in and they still like jeans and laundry detergent because they have no idea what they're doing and so they're just kind of testing this out um and then over time as they um you know get more money they get more resources they do bigger jobs um eventually uh Chet comes back around after he finds out what they've been doing um, he uh, pretty much works out. He works at the train yard, and so he's able to let them know what what will be coming in and uh, mark the containers for them, so that way they can start stealing uh, more high end things, electronics, uh, brand name cosmetic goods. Um, and then Deirdre has a an associate uh, who's kind of like the manager of like a. Like a White Castle type place. Yeah, like, like some burger place, <laughs> but he's also a weed dealer and he acts as their fence. Yeah. Uh, and so it's very like, um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Logan Lucky a little bit of like, yeah. um, kind of like the low tech, like kind of uh, heist movie. Yeah. Um, where they kind of like are using the resources that they have, even though they don't have like a whole lot of resources. Um, but yeah, eventually they, uh, they have, there's like an investigator who works for the train company, um, who is trying to figure out who's stealing the train, uh, or who's stealing from the trains. Um, and eventually he starts to narrow in on them. Uh, but, uh, essentially at the end, they, uh, they find out that he has a history of using unnecessary force and they get him on videotape, um, you know, pretty much like trying to, uh, he's like manhandling like um, Jet and Laney. And so that kind of gets them off the hook because this guy then becomes um, kind of like an unreliable witness. Uh, and since there's no other evidence, they are pretty much getting off scot free. Uh, and Laney, or sorry, Deirdre goes. Uh, off to college at the end of the movie. Mom comes back home. Chad is around. Yeah, Chad is. <laughs> I love that he misses her leaving for college. At the end. He shows up. He's like, "Oh, did I miss her?" Yep. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the movie. Um, 
Yeah, what'd you guys think? Oh man, I liked it. <laughs> I, I loved this movie. I thought it was like so much fun and like really charming in a way. I don't know. It, it's like every character is crazy. Like, just, like this movie is full of total psychopaths. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely there's a point where the, the movie where it's like uh, psychological evaluation required, and I feel like that could apply to could apply to pretty much everyone in this movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's said about Tim Blake Nelson, who's like the railroad cop, but yeah, it should be everyone. <laughs> um, and I definitely feel like uh, with Deirdre and Lainey's mom, it's. Like, once we kind of, like, get the reveal of, like, all that she's, like, been going through and that led up to that moment at the beginning of the movie where she ends up having a breakdown at, like, uh, it's like a Best Buy equivalent um, within this world. Uh, She, it's like we see that, you know, she's, like, spent all these years, like, raising all this money, like, you know, single mother, raising three kids, um, and, you know, coming from, like, a parent of, like, a single, uh, sorry, coming from a home of a single parent, um, I, one of the, it's one of those things where like when I was growing up, like I never realized like just how much, you know, shit that, you know, was dealt with. Like, and, um, it's one of those things that like, I feel like at the, by the end of this movie, like when they have that moment, that reveal of, um, you know, just showing what she went through to raise these three children. Uh, I definitely like felt that like a lot. I was like, Oh, that's one of those moments where you can understand like why she would have had why that she would breakdown. flip out and like tear apart a uh, Best Buy, which I think they call it like Good Buy or yeah. something <laughs> in the store, but it's obviously Best Buy. Um, and then even at like the beginning, like when you kind of like feel like she's like a bad mom because she's pretty much saying like, "Oh, like prison is a break for me that's, <laughs> from that's my parenting." Hilarious. <laughs> when they first go to see their mom in the prison, she's like. They have salad with every meal here. It's called salad law. Like you have to, she talks about the, like how zen it is to chop the carrots. Like, actually, my favorite line was like, she goes, "You actually get to choose between the laundry or the kitchen. You can choose between the two of them." And you're like, "Oh yeah, this is like a single mom who's been like struggling for forever." Like. The fact of like having a choice in anything is so like novel to her that it's, yeah, that like even if you're in prison, even if it's you're like, in prison, it's great. Yeah, because I get to choose something. And then I feel like there, there's that one scene at the beginning too. There's a lot. I love how well like so much of this movie tracks through, like as far as the themes that they uh, bring up. Because uh, like one of the early scenes too is um, they're sitting in class and Deidre's kind of like tuned out, and then the uh, teacher in the class kind of like brings her like snaps her back to attention and like talks to her it's like about like determinism versus, versus uh, like free will, free will. Yeah. uh and that's like something that comes up like and recurs throughout the movie in terms of um yeah the things like your family and um you know kind of how whether or not you're like bound to kind of like repeat the mistakes or like you know stay like on the same track as like the people that you come from yeah because they're always talking about like we come from the same like shitty dna and we're like doomed to all be the same and all this stuff like it's it's a running theme throughout the movie is about like can you like overcome your background and like where you come from and yeah and all that stuff it's and it's handled so well i have a question yeah. How old is Jet? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> and is there something wrong with Jet? <laughs> or is, like, what's wrong with Jet? <laughs> yeah, well, so that was the thing is, like, I... 
So Jet is He felt like, like more like a prop than the character. Yeah, he really did. Like uh, every other character in the movie is like pretty well fleshed out and Jet is just there. Well, he doesn't even have lines and like he's like treated as like like he's like the object of child protection services, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like he's but he's a functioning child. Who should have his own cognitive faculties expressed in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and that was one of those things where I wasn't sure if they were, like, trying to express, like, whether or not he was, like, you know, on the spectrum or something like that. Because I feel like in that moment when the investigator, um, like, takes his picture, he seemed, like, to have, like, a really, really heightened reaction to that. Like, yeah. And just kind of, like, screams out, like, Deidre's name. Like, it was very, like, like heightened sensitivity. It wasn't, like... Um, I don't know. And yeah, throughout the movie, he never really like articulates very well. Like, so I'm not sure where, like you're saying, it's not really clear. And they don't really make it clear as no. far as what is they Jet's really do. deal. <laughs> they don't. And I don't know. I, I don't really have a problem with it per se. I definitely could have, uh, I definitely, it would have been nice to get more out of that. Uh, but I don't think it like takes away a whole lot from the movie overall. I think um, it's distracting because I just feel like it's lazy storytelling. Okay, and that, that was the only thing that I had for it. Yeah, and, I, and again, I, I don't disagree. Like, I could definitely, uh, I definitely feel like there was enough to carry it, though. So it didn't, uh, it didn't pull me out too much. But like, when you when you say that, now that I think, like, looking back on it, I definitely noticed that, and it definitely like stands out now that you yeah, mentioned like, it. Yeah. How different would the movie be if Jet was not even in it? If like that character didn't exist, would it make? Not really, any no. Kind of a difference? Or if they made him younger, where like he was like a toddler. You yeah, know, yeah, that, that like needed to be taken yeah. care of, you know. But I mean, they would leave him on the hood of a car, you know, or, like <laughs> he would play next yeah. to train tracks. Like that—that's another. Like this movie kind of like had a had a hard time. Like the same same thing that a uh, um, sunshine cleaning kind of had a hard time with being like the dark humor that it was, where like the the intensity level kind of fluctuated, you know, yeah. where it was like. It felt like I was like, oh, this is funny, and then I was like, whoa, <laughs> like that kid's playing next to train tracks, and like this high school kid has to run out of the house and keep him from getting ran over by a train, and that's like her day to day, you know. And then it flashes to that to like a hilarious conversation with her, like her mom in prison, you know. And so like I don't know, I, I like movies like that, I really do, and uh, I like to see more of them. Yeah, I thought I thought it felt yeah. Um... I did enjoy that because I do feel like that is a little like true to life in terms of like j just kind of like having to deal with shit as it comes along. And so there, there is kind of like those like that pull back and forth between those different like types of like feelings. Um, yeah, I liked it. I I really like this movie overall. Um, Zasir Zameda um was i'm really hoping i'm saying that right zashir sashir zameda i should probably like that <laughs> i cannot help you out with that pronunciation i'm sorry yeah sashir zameda zamada i'm sorry <laughs> if you're listening sashir <laughs> she's got a google alert for this movie <laughs> Um, but no, I loved her as like the, the counselor, like the guidance counselor. Oh my God. The guidance <laughs> counselor was like my favorite character in the movie. And then like when she like finds out what's going on and she's like, uh, pretty much just like, well, Deidre's like, well, you're trying to get out of this school. You need like to get 
a student into a good college in order for you to like have something on your record that you can use to transfer out of this school that you want to get the fuck out of too. So how about you just let me rob this train so that way I can save money for college? I, well, I, the, like, the, the best line is the one where she's like, I've been getting like money. I can actually get into a good school. She's like, one of the Ivies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, but now I'm an accomplice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And this, yeah, like you, like you were saying, this movie, everyone in this movie is just like, what is going on? I love this world. Like, and I, I that's one of those things well, that it's I, a, it's a world like this movie could also be about, I mean, it's about a town in Idaho where everyone takes advantage of one another. Like that's really the name of this game. Like oh, everyone yeah. is taking advantage of everyone. And then it boils down to shady cop takes the fall for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's yeah, really it, you know? And like, and it's, it, it's a good play on like our society where like, it's like in order to get ahead, you have to fucking pay to play. You know, mm-hmm. and um, that's like everyone is either like like in on robbing trains or like <laughs> like uh, fencing said rob goods just to go to a school so they could get a better job. Yeah, like that's all they're trying to do. They're not trying to like make it big and hide out in Mexico. You know. Yeah, they're just trying to like do a little bit better for right. themselves. Yeah, they're trying to pay bills. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like literally. And um, I always find that hilarious in movies. You know. Um, because you're waiting to see how it pans out. Because the movie can't punish the person. How can the movie punish the person? You yeah, know? if you're like trying, yeah, for just trying to live their life, right? <laughs> Unless the movie's brutal, and yeah. we've all seen movies like that. But um, yeah, I like how it, how it worked out. I thought it was great that this town is just like a whole bunch of town of grifters. You know, there's not yeah. one sane person. Everyone no, I mean is. even down to like Missy Pyle, who's the woman like running the pageant that uh laney is in right like oh, yeah. she's a like a horrible monster <laughs> like well not a monster well, but she's just you know also another person taking advantage of everyone right i felt like she was actually probably like one of the more altruistic people in yeah, the movie yeah because she was just wanting laney to like feel like she could be more than she was right she wanted yeah. her to like you know when like that line where she says you know like you're not shy you just are out of place and like trying to help her find a place where she can feel like she can be herself. Sure, but she also reflected upon, like, look at me, I took this person that was ignored. And, oh, yeah. You know, when Lainey right. is succeeding, she's, like, taking that as, like, no, I did it. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's definitely a, amount of, it's like a certain amount of ego in that. No one gets out of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the main character is valedictorian that's robbing a freaking train. So. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways, uh, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to continue our review of Little Town in Idaho, where everyone takes advantage of one another. <laughs> miss us i missed me um and these two people too i guess <laughs> yeah I, I missed you during the play break, oh Dennis. gosh um i thought this movie was cast really well yeah like everyone in it is really good yeah, yeah. um they knocked it out of the park the uh script must have been a lot of fun to do um just because of the i don't know almost I, I like to call this genre of movie like new age slapstick i guess because it's it's almost like um, what Mumblecore has evolved into, I feel, if this uh, makes any sense. No? Kind of. I mean, I'm just like... 
it's it's it, it feels like it's this whole thing that's like new, like especially like with like that Netflix original series, you know? Yeah. Of like of these are they're like more true to life comedies, you know? Yeah. Where you have filter. right, you have you have humor that like it's more relatable than your average you know movie of yesteryear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, um. I don't know. It's like a. It, this is like a arrested development, but on like our level, not the level of some you know higher echelon family that's like impossible to. Relate. Yeah, like yeah. arrested development, but like slightly less like um, broad, I guess. Sure. Yeah, and I feel like that comes with the one of the things that I love about the Netflix movies and Netflix originals is that they. Um, are able to get like those voices you know like the different directors the actors that they cast in the movies where again it's not like the same you know you know 10 people sitting in a room choosing what movies get to get made you know and so i feel like that definitely helps to broaden the experience to have people who get to tell stories that more people can recognize and see themselves in um and do it in a way that um yeah like you said is true to life and at the same time gets to tell like a really interesting story i think a similar movie like that that comes to mind is uh, i don't feel at home in this world anymore i think that's the name of it and it's yeah. another netflix original and it's kind of kind of that that same feel where it's like kind of feels like you're like in the world but also feels like this like slight almost like we were just like shift over like halfway into a parallel universe like <laughs> yeah, yeah like it seems like it's it's so real to life but it's also just slightly off so it's like maybe it's it's a different universe maybe it's yeah I, that's that's totally right for this type of movie but yeah like so many good performances in this movie Anytime I see Missy Pyle, I'm happy. I just think Missy Pyle has, like, never had a bad performance in anything. Um, and she has such a small part in this that even, like, her just having that little bit, I was like, yeah, Missy Pyle. <laughs> um, and Tim Blake Nelson is one of those character actors who I just love in everything. And he's so comedic as this, like, train detective guy who's always with his vape pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, when he found the bear that they're using to like signal themselves like all right this is our like two minute warning we have to get off the train like before he gets into the yard or whatever he finds that bear and he takes it back to his office and then he handcuffs the bear to the chair oh, yeah that was my favorite <laughs> the part. stuffed bear just like <laughs> that was um i just love how uh again like the ingenuity of like deirdre specifically yeah. Um, to kind of like set off this heist was just so nice. I just loved it so much. Uh, and again, it definitely reminded me of the Logan Lucky type where it's like definitely like, you know, someone who would typically be like underestimated and mm -hmm. like you wouldn't like kind of like you would give her a first glance and like not really like either think that she was like capable or like, like causing that like trouble. Like, cause even though like we know she's like really smart, like we also like don't expect her to like be capable of like robbing trains. And so I think that's one of those things where um, having a character who is like typically underestimated do like these amazing things is always like a trope that I enjoy seeing, uh, especially when it's done this well. Yeah, and especially when it's like women of color, like prominently featured as like the main characters. Like, oh yeah. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it too. It was a little bit, uh, a little bit Logan Lucky, a little bit Ocean's 8. Yeah. <laughs>
A little bit of sunshine cleaning. Like, yeah, a lot yeah, of sunshine, sunshine cleaning, cleaning in this movie. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was fantastic. I loved, I loved uh, the dad. I loved Chet. Oh, Chet was was, Chet oh was great. God, Chet. Yeah. He, was, he was like a cartoon character. <laughs> it was like when he's saying like, "Oh, I was on TV," and then it's just he was walking around in the background of somebody being interviewed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I love how he's like, <laughs> when he's talking to Deirdre and she's like calling him out on his bullshit and he's like, well, like pretty much like me being a shitty dad, like made you work harder. And, so, <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> right. uh, again, people like are like wanting to take credit for other people's. Yeah. I'm even a better dad when I'm not around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that, what was his phrase? It's like, I'm around when you need me and I'm not when you don't. Right. And I'm like, your kids always need you. Right. Like, yeah. that, like they are children. They always need you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Now everyone's going through a hard time in this movie. <laughs> everyone is. Um, a couple other things. I love like the graphics in this movie. Um, like when oh, they yeah. first oh, open yeah. up. Yeah, it's so cool the way they do that. Yeah, like when they first open up and they have like these kind of like overlaid graphics for um, like to start the movie. Uh, and then when she goes into um, like the mailbox and it's like she's getting all the past due notices and then like the graphics start like yeah those are coming like, out pasting onto the, onto the mailbox yeah but um we kind of glossed over like the way that the main title is introduced like where it's the meltdown is happening the mom is like throwing a flat screen tv and like it's deirdre running for like and it comes deirdre like and then some and and laney and then rob it's like a name tag rob is, like somebody's <laughs> name tag and then A is, a is like Jet like, has like an adventure yeah, like, okay. yeah, thing. Uh, a on his hat. And then Train is just like he's holding a little model train. <laughs> and they zoom in on that. It was like a brilliant way to show the title. It was so cool. Yeah. This movie, it does a lot. And it. I just. I, I watched this movie like for the first time. And I think I recommended it um, like a while back on, the, on an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was so glad that I got to make you guys watch this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad you did. Um, it has a 6.1 on IMDb, a 65 on Metacritic, a 91% Rotten Tomatoes, and a 58% Audience Tomatoes. What the hell, Audience? Yeah, I'd like to see that Audience score go way, way That's up. That's insane. Like, across the board, the only one that got it was the, what, the... Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, the critics good. saw this and were like, this movie is great. And yeah, everyone else was like, Everyone Boo. else was like, uh, it didn't have boobs in it. Yeah. Or well, something. That's, I don't know. I mean, and that is one of those things where they, like, they've actually found that, um, like, male critics, like, will more harshly judge uh, movies with like female leads and female directors. female directors. Yeah, so yeah. that's one of those things where I could see that playing a factor in this movie because it's like very heavily. Well, centered. no, but it's the audience that's giving it a low. Score. Yeah, I know, but that's like that's like audience members who are reviewing it's it. All, it's all men, dudes. I mean, it's probably a lot on right. Tomatoes. Probably a lot of like <laughs> white dudes who are like fancying themselves as like film critics. We like, I didn't like this movie. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. so it's one of those things where. I could see a lot of people just like, well, this doesn't relate to me, so it's yeah. bad. And it's like, no, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> like, that's uh, that's one of those things that like I've always uh, I felt like when watching movies, I don't need someone to look like me in order to relate to the character. And I feel like that's something that like we all like are used to. Like in general, is like, oh yeah, like 
I don't necessarily have to see a character who looks exactly like me in order to find something that I can relate to within this character. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a story about me. Yeah, but then it's like, yeah, and then but you see, you know, people who feel like they own a type of media or, you know, just feel like, well, if it doesn't cater to me specifically, the, oh my God, the She-Ra thing has like brought out the dregs of like people who are like, so like, this comic or this cartoon for children like the women don't look hot enough for me and i'm like (laughs) that does not like that is not relevant to you we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna wrap up our review some recommendations and we're back That's what she said. Hey, or he oh, said, I guess. Something. Oh. Packages were delivered. Uh, so yeah, that wraps up our review of uh, Deidre and Lainey Rabbit Train. Uh, thank you, Craig. That was awesome. Yeah, thanks, Craig. Um, great, great movie. Um, uh, I have an announcement uh, <laughs> for this podcast. Um, I am leaving this podcast. I will no longer be the host of I Want You to Watch This. Um I I pass this time honored torch to Craig. Craig will now helm. I want you to watch this, um, and uh, he is more than capable of doing it. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm leaving for personal reasons, and um, and yeah, uh, I think it'll be great. Um, it'll be even better, and probably come out more on time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm excited to see where uh, Colin and Craig take it. Um, so thank you guys for um, coming with me on this crazy podcasting voyage. Well, we thank you for starting this whole thing and being like the best host a couple of co-hosts could hope for. And we, we uh, will miss you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see you still like all the time because I mean. Right, I live in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he'll just be like wandering through. You'll hear his ghost like yeah. haunting the sure, halls of "I want you to watch this." I'm sure my opinions will be heard again. Um, also, don't be surprised if you hear promotions for future podcasting projects of my own um, on this here show. So uh, yeah, um, here you'll be hearing from me. Uh, Again, this won't be the last you hear from me, right? Yeah, we'll, that, we'll, we'll still be seen. Isn't that what villains say? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the last of this. Right. On the next time on Batman. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, that said, uh, we're going to go into some recommendations. The rickety, rockety wreck to the recommendation. Um, I'll start because I have a big one uh, because I <laughs> that's all I've been doing. <laughs> that's Fallout 76. Um, it's been getting a bad rap because it's a new thing, guys. Ha! Ah, oh my god, it's new. It's a new game. It's a new genre. It's new, new, new. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, based off of the Fallout franchise, Fallout 76 is an online multiplayer game that I'm just having a blast with. Um, if you like survival games and you like online and you like Fallout, please join me. I'm playing on PlayStation. That's me. 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Do you have like a, a tag that you want people to find you on PlayStation? No. You just, you just, if they know, they just know. Find you. Yeah. Just... <laughs> they know. They know. If you they're know? cool, they already, you already yeah. know. PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. As I fade away from like <laughs> social media in general. <laughs> Good luck finding me now, sons, sons of bitches. <laughs> so, Dennis, like this bunker that you've been building in our apartment. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry about it. I, I wasn't yeah. gonna say anything about the bunker, but you know. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll be safe. Uh, I, will, <laughs> I will recommend uh, a podcast that I've been loving the hell out of. It is called Couples Therapy. Uh, it is Naomi Upkerrigan and her Jubu, Andy Beckerman. She calls him that, so it's not just me randomly saying that, by the way. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you may have seen uh, Naomi on like the T-Dope Queens uh, HBO special. She does like stand up. I think she's like UCB. She's been on like Broad City. Uh, I think she's on like that uh, Tina Fey show, Great News. Oh. Um, but yeah, she's hilarious, and her husband is also hilarious, and together they are double hilarious. Uh, and on the podcast, they um, they do a live set. Um, I think it's at the Virgil, um, and they bring up like friends, lovers. Uh, spouses, siblings, uh, and so like it's uh, two people sets uh, for like stand up, uh, and that's the um, they the podcast is the recordings of those sets, uh, and so it's really uh, funny if you're into comedy, um, and then also has like some like interesting like relationship like advice, which you know I'll never get to use since I'm forever single but uh i also find to be like just interesting um so yeah couples therapy i would recommend that to the max um speaking of robbing trains i'm gonna recommend red dead redemption 2 i've been playing the crap out of that game um it's everything you loved from the first red dead redemption and more um they introduce a really cool um, system for interacting with all the NPCs uh, that's very different than it's been in previous um, Rockstar games. And it's just a huge map that I've barely even started to uncover. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So if you liked the first Red Dead Redemption, you're going to love the second one. On this other podcast that I listened to, uh, The Read, the, one of the hosts was talking about, uh, I guess he like killed a deer and it was like, he didn't like quite kill it, like it wasn't a one shot, and so it was just like screaming and like <laughs> it was oh, like, god. oh my god, it's like that realistic. Like, oh, <laughs> you would not believe how gorgeous this game looks. It's like unbelievable, like the scenery and stuff that you get to ride through, and yeah, you can do crazy stuff yeah. <laughs> in there. Well, I nice. I might have to check that one out. Cool. Well, um, all right. Well, I guess that wraps up our recommendations. Um, well, what are you guys doing next week? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we're going to keep the uh, Netflix films train rolling, especially the Netflix films train. <laughs> just gonna yes, I going said that on train. purpose. Oh, God. Uh, but this Netflix... podcast is about to get punny as fuck, you guys. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix <laughs> I wasn't policing that. <laughs> sure you are. I've seen your looks, Dennis. I've seen your looks. <laughs> we're going to do another Netflix film with Tim Blake Nelson in it. It is a Coen Brothers movie. It's actually the first in a series that's coming out called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I've been looking forward to this ever since I saw a trailer for it about a week ago. And it is out on Netflix now, or at least it will be very soon. So that's 
hopefully what we're doing next. Cool. Oh, dope. Sounds sounds fun. Um, well, uh, you can you can join them next week for for that fantastic sounding movie. Um, more trains, more Netflix. <laughs> that you you asked for it. <laughs> this is what you get this now. Is what you get now. Yeah, we're going back to blocks. We're just gonna do it based on vehicles, though. So we'll have yeah. a train block, then we'll have a plane block, yeah. and then after that, we'll have a submarine block. So yeah. keep your eye out for that, yeah. guys. We actually might do some submarine movies. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I want in on one of those. I like submarine movies. Um, even though I hate claustrophobia, you know, <laughs> kind of claustrophobic. Um, anyways, I'm rambling <laughs> as yeah. I ramble. Uh, you can find this podcast on the Twitter at uh, IWYTWT. Um, you can find me at the D Bucks, but I don't know for how much longer. <laughs> I am at Catharticus. I am at Nolan Much. And you can find the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash IWYTWT. And all of our episodes are uploaded to uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com forward slash IWITWT is where you find all of our episodes. And hey, also, wherever you're listening to it now, you found it. That's yeah. where you found it. Congratulations. You, yeah, <laughs> you can find it there. Um, you can find it at most podcast listening apps. We um, are now on uh, the Spotify, we actually, are. which is uh, pretty fantastic. So so if Spotify's your jam, um, which it is for, it should be, because it's a great music listening service, um, uh, check us out on that. And um, wherever you find us and you can rate and review us, please rate and review us. It helps us.